and welcome to the Marketing Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today I'm joined by Leah Schloss, Director of Marketing at Sullivan Worcester. With almost two decades of experience in the legal industry, Leah leads firm-wide BD, marketing and communication strategy for the firm, including content development, social media, and media relations, as well as marketing automation. She also guides the firm's lawyers in sales strategy and implementation with current clients, prospects, and referral sources. Welcome to the program, Leah. Great to have you. Thank you very much, David. Great to be here. Well, I'm going to dive right in here and ask you to maybe give us a a word or two by way of introduction to your firm, Sullivan Worcester. Sullivan & Worcester is a mid-sized firm. It's about 175 lawyers. We are headquartered in Boston, um, but we have offices also in New York, Washington, D.C., and London. And we also have a joint venture with an Israeli law firm that's based in Tel Aviv. The firm is pretty full service, but we have more sort of recognized practices in tax, uh, real estate investment trust, corporate M&A, and investment management. So how big is the department that you run internally on the marketing and BD side? So I run a group uh, with five full-time marketers, including myself. We also have two people who are in the group half-time. They serve in marketing half their time and in other functions in the firm the other half of their time. Are you currently on a growth trend with that? We know a lot of firms, especially in the BD function, but even marketing, there's a lot of hiring going on. Are you guys doing some of that right now? We would like to be doing that. I see a lot of value in hiring more business development professionals, especially BD managers. We actually had a new business development manager start in the past year, and she's just made a tremendous difference. And I think if anyone's going to make the case for us hiring more BD professionals, she is. I'm hopeful that we'll be able to hire maybe two or three more in the next year or two, but we'll see where that goes. So when you're mentoring new people on your team, or I know you are often turned to for your advice on topics, especially related to marketing automation at your firm, which you're sort of a a thought leader on, and we'll get to that in a moment. But what sort of mentoring do you provide? What kind of advice do you think it's important for them to hear as they're getting acclimated to a new role at a firm or just sort of general advice regarding legal marketing and business development? You know, it's interesting. I think we all answer this question based on what we did when we were junior marketers, and that's definitely how I kind of see it. When I started in marketing, it was a bit of just happenstance. I kind of got pulled into the role because they needed help. And I realized pretty quickly that I had some strong skills that they really needed right then because they were building their first website. I realized that I had good writing skills and I had a good design sense. And so I really tried to hone in on that and use that as much as I possibly could to help the firm with where they were right then. I like to tell people that when they're first starting in a a department or just starting in the industry, what is it that you really bring to the table? And people have many, many skills, or a lot of people do. And that doesn't mean that all of them are relevant to your firm today. They might be down the road. They might have been three years ago. But what are the skills that you really feel you have something special to offer that they need today? And I ask people to think about that when they first start. Usually people have something that can be very essential. For example, we had someone start with relatively little experience at all. She was just her first job out of college. 
but she was so good at social media. I mean, this is probably a more typical story, but, you know, she just had a great kind of instinct for it. She was a good writer. She had a sense of what people would click on, what imagery to use, just how to get people's attention in that medium. And that was a great value add for us. It may not have been the thing she thought she was going to focus on, but she realized pretty quickly it was where she could add value. The other thing I would say, and this is just true for anyone in any marketing department, in any firm, is building relationships is really, really essential. Building relationships with the team itself and then also with the firm's lawyers. Sometimes that's just a social relationship initially, but even that can be critical to having a good working relationship. Those are great points. I think that everyone has some skill set or some talent that they bring to the table. And, you know, marketing and business development at a law firm certainly operates within a framework of best practices and techniques that we know are going to be more effective than others. But there's still a lot of room for creativity and everyone can bring a particular skill set to that role that helps them to stand out and ultimately helps to brand them in our community of uh, legal marketers and business developers. And you're absolutely right. Developing relationships among the lawyers only helps in being able to roll out whatever that contribution is, whatever way it is that you want to stand out at the firm and ultimately in the marketplace. It leads me to my next question, which is that one of the things that you have really excelled at, I think, is bringing content automation and marketing automation to the firm. I don't see a lot of firms, especially in your sort of size category, using platforms like HubSpot or having the kind of insider approach that you've brought into your firm because of your own personal interest and your own recognition that there's value here. Can you speak a little bit to that and how that's been not only a contribution to the firm, but a way that has helped you stand out among your peers? Yeah, it actually is definitely my favorite part of my job, at least right now. So one of the reasons that I started to look more seriously at marketing automation is I realized that there was value that marketers could bring to their firms that wasn't necessarily dependent on the lawyers changing their behavior. This is a big part of what we kind of struggle with. It's kind of the exciting opportunity we have in front of us and also sometimes the the obstacle, often the obstacle, is many of the lawyers that we work with are not necessarily natural salespeople. So a lot of what we try to do is, is to get them to just think differently about what it means to build relationships. Working on the art marketing automation side, if we have content to put out into the world, we can potentially bring prospects to the lawyers. And that was just a whole different paradigm than I had seen in my career. And that's really what kind of lit a fire under me to learn more. One of the first things that I did was I attended a non-legal marketing conference called Inbound. It is the HubSpot Inbound Marketing Conference that they have every year. And it really is partially promotional for them. They, they try to sell their product there. But they also bring in all kinds of other service providers and thought leaders in the marketing industry. And I don't think there were any other law firms there. So it really brought new ideas to the table for me, a new way of doing something that actually the rest of the world is doing. And that was one of the reasons it was so exciting. It's really quite developed. And there's a lot of ideas that we can utilize in legal marketing that we haven't even really touched on yet. So the concept basically is that if you put content out into the world, 
and you have tracking mechanisms in various ways. So it can be via an email that you send out just on your website itself, there are tracking mechanisms. You can then see what people are doing on your website, and then you can automate processes to follow up with them. That's kind of the backbone of it, at least for us. So this takes the onus of follow-up, which we know is an Achilles heel for so many lawyers, at least to some extent, off of their desk and automates the process based on how your content recipients are interfacing with the content they've been sent and ultimately their activity on your website and potentially moves them down the the, the funnel, right, the sales funnel, without there needing to be touch points that are incumbent on the lawyers to produce. Exactly. I mean, how many times have all of us gone back to lawyers four, five, six times saying, hey, remember that prospect we met at the event two weeks ago? Did you follow up? You know, and they'll say, oh, I've been meaning to do that. Oh, I'll do that today. And then, you know, you go back next week and you ask the same question, nothing's happened. So with HubSpot and with marketing automation tools in general, you can actually set up workflows that, for example, let's say you've sent an email out that has a content offering of some sort. They actually click on it so that you know that they've read it. So you can program a next step into the workflow that says, okay, so if they do click on that email, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to invite them to an event that's coming up on the same topic in two weeks. So that email, so the, that invitation to the event will go out automatically to them. If they accept that invitation, then you may put in another content offering a day after the event or maybe even before the event that's on a similar topic. And you can actually use each interaction to rank them as prospects. You can put numbers in, basically. If they, if they click on emails five times in three months and those content offerings are more and more in-depth, you might give them a much higher ranking than someone who only clicked on the first email. And then you can actually hand your lawyers a list of prospects that are very engaged, actually, with what you have to offer. And in time, you can give them someone to actually even call or invite out for some kind of meeting that would allow them to actually get to know the person. It gives marketing a way to offer something to the lawyers that we've really never had before. There are marketers out there who have a Rolodex, and that's one of the reasons they get hired is that they have prospects that they can kind of hand over to the lawyers. This is a similar thing, but it's all done online and everything is ranked automatically. That's great. So just as we, from a business development perspective, tell our lawyers to focus on the firm's top clients, because that's where the most interest is in the firm's services and where there's uh, ultimately the best revenue generation potential, we're also telling them, okay, here's the list of top prospects. And these are going to be the people where your limited business development and outreach time are most likely to generate a new client for the firm. Yes, and speaking of top clients, it gives you great insights into your clients as well. We've had several experiences where we've had our clients subscribe to our blogs, and there have been topics on the blogs that we had no idea they had interest in. We knew they read them, and then we were able to follow up and say, hey, you know, I didn't know you were interested in finding out more about e-signatures. You know, we could come in and, and talk to you about that. We could do a whole presentation for your team if that's something you need to know more about. And it gave us a way to interact and serve our clients better. So it's not just for prospects. 
No, that's brilliant. You know, so often we're coaching and advising lawyers, hey, pick up the phone, talk to your clients, find out what their needs are, find out what their interests are. And of course, the lawyers do this to the extent that they have the appetite for it or the bandwidth for it. But if that could just be served up for them, then it's almost like we're giving them the ability to be psychic and to know ahead of time what the client wants to hear about. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like HubSpot has enabled you to do a lot of productive stalking. (laughs) Yeah, I I I know. I mean, it's funny when we tell the lawyers uh, what we're doing. They're like, you're stalking people. But it it isn't really stalking. And it's it's something that every company that you interact with, probably outside of the legal sector, is doing with you. So that's something that kind of convinces them and calms them down. That's great. So clearly this has been a tool that helps you bridge that gap that every law firm marketer or business developer struggles with, which is how do we get from the department's marketing and BD initiatives to ROI? And at least here, you've got some data, you've got some leads generated, you've got a short list that you can provide to the lawyers where their time is going to be best spent and ultimately the the revenue is most likely to come through. Yep, that's right. The one thing that this all hinges on is having good content. That's really where I think law firms have the toughest hill to climb is, you know, how do you make sure every week you've got fresh, relevant content? That's a whole other problem for us in marketing and for the firm as a whole. But it's manageable with a plan. Right. Well, you know, our company is looking at creative ways to solve the same problem, right? So here you've been kind enough to provide a few minutes of your time so that I could interview you. This obviously generates content and hopefully gives the audience an opportunity to learn a few things and showcases both your and my perspective on on a given topic. So that same strategy we've seen can work within law firms where, you know, if you can just have someone on your team sit down with a lawyer for just 10 minutes and ask them a few questions and record the answers to those questions, you either have a podcast now or a video or uh, maybe, you know, it's even something that you can publish as a Q&A. But that's usually easier than giving the lawyer a blank piece of paper and saying, here, opine on something relevant. So a tip for those of you who might be interested in that strategy. Yeah, again, and that's a, a, something that marketing can, can initiate, can generate on its own, which is great. Right. So Leah, last question. Where do you go for innovation, inspiration, intelligence? You mentioned this uh, conference that you went to that HubSpot put on. What was that called again? It's called Inbound. They hold it every year in the fall. It's in Boston. The HubSpot is based in Boston. It's the largest marketing conference I've ever attended. It's, you know, thousands of people. I heard an estimate of like 10,000, which I don't know how accurate that was, but that's how big it is. It's much bigger than, say, your typical LMA national. It was really, it's a little bit overwhelming. And some of the ideas feel kind of a little bit ahead of where we are in the legal industry. Um, But it's very inspiring, and you realize that you can implement some of the ideas, and it's definitely, I think, always helpful to get outside of, you know, the little bubble that you're in and see what the rest of the world is doing. A lot of our, our ideas, especially for content generation, came out of that conference. And they also did, I I was surprised, they talked a lot about sales at the conference too. I did not necessarily expect that, but there were a lot of presentations about how to use some of the marketing metrics and data and automation for sales. So it's good on the BD side too. I also 
feel very inspired by your group, David, by talking to other CMOs in a small group setting. I think that's a really great way to, to share ideas and build relationships. Probably the best way, I think. Um, because when you really get to know other people, you know, obviously you establish trust and you can follow up later. And that's sort of what you need. You don't just need to go to the event and, you know, get all your brainstorming out there. You need to be able to follow up later with a phone call or an email and ask questions and pick the brains of these people that you know and trust. And of course, LMA is, is great too. I, I, you know, always feel inspired by the LMA conferences that I go to. Well, I appreciate that you have a mix here. You've got the LMA conference where you're going to hear certainly more legal-centric and in some cases maybe reinforce things that you've heard before. We definitely often hear those conversations where especially marketers at your level with as many years of experience as you have in legal will say, well, you know, LMA National was great. I picked up a few new ideas, but a lot of the stuff is stuff I've heard before. Going to something like inbound is almost the opposite end of the pendulum swing where you know, you're going to hear a hundred things you've never heard before. And part of your challenge will be how much of that can I translate back into the law firm? But, you know, talk about uh, a feeding ground for innovation. I strongly encourage others who are listening to take a page out of Leah's book here and go to conferences where law firms are not necessarily attending. That's where you're going to get outside of the box thinking, uh, much of which you will find ways to translate uh, into your firm's initiative. And the other group that Leah's talking about is a roundtable of CMOs and CBDOs who gather. Uh, There's only about 12 or 13 people in the group, uh, and it's small by design because then you really have the opportunity to speak at a high level about strategy and kind of compare notes and compare challenges and and really learn from one another in a more intimate context. So all of those have their their values, and uh, I applaud you for having a balanced mix that you ensure your own exposure to so that you can continue to be forward thinking uh, in the way that I know you are. Well, thanks so much for being with us today and for sharing your thoughts and perspectives and strategies. Incredibly valuable. And I wish you all the success as you continue into this year's uh, initiatives with HubSpot and the other programs that you're involved in. Again, you've heard from Leah Schloss, Director of Marketing at Sullivan & Worcester. And this is David Ackert signing off.